I'm Ross, and I'm a curious parent. I'm John, and I'm an education expert. This is From the Sidelines. Bite-sized study tips to help you help them through. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us uh, for uh, another episode of our From the Sidelines series with myself, Ross Bennett, the curious parent. Yeah, and John Tate, hopefully... The education expert. We'll see, see what people think. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if, you've, if you've stuck with us for this long, then I think we're doing something right, aren't we? Yeah. Um, for those that are just, just listening, uh, if you have just joined us, um, please do take on about everything we say and share this around your, your friends and family. Um, uh, we want to give advice. We want to give snapshots and bites of information that really help you to help them through when it comes to study skills and preparation and, and helping our young people to do the best that they can do. Absolutely, and I think that goes for all ages, really, whether it's yeah. students at primary school, you know, in terms of upcoming kind of SATs, whether it's comprehensive in terms of secondary school, whether it's in the college or even at the university, you know, all of these skills, are, are, they're, not, they're, not, they're not specific to a certain age range. It's actually how we learn, how we you know, kind of learn best and how we work best and organise ourselves best at home, and parents can make a big, big difference here. So, today's topic what are you bringing to the table john come on well interesting you talk about bringing to the table we're going to talk about actually having equipment and ready on the table mm-hmm. and maybe even snacks at hand on the table before we start a study period to make sure we're fully ready we've got everything at hand uh, and this is where parents can play a huge part in this i must admit when i saw the uh, saw the little briefing coming in around snacks i was very excited about that because <laughs> uh, I, I do love a good snack i'm sure you will um, <laughs> um okay so it sounds straightforward, this. You've, you've got to have your equipment ready and perhaps a snack, okay? I'm anticipating that that's quite a straightforward thing. That's something that potentially just would happen in, in a household. Have I, have I got that wrong? Am I, am I naive in that one? I think you may be naive Okay. That. And I think that the reason why that might be is that there might be a lot of parents out there who think that yeah. and think that when they send their, their, their child off to do you know, a task or a study period, yeah. especially if they're timing it, and you know, we've, we've done another video on podcast on, on what we call the Pomodoro Technique, on timing it for 25 minutes, that a lot of that first five or 10 minutes is completely wasted by actually getting prepared. Okay. So what happens then is you don't then work or study for that 25 minutes, you probably work for about 15 minutes of it. Because, let's face it, when if you then, if they, you know, let's have a scenario, your child trots upstairs and says, I'm off to do my, my, my 25 minutes on my task. Yeah. They have to find the information and find their resources, mm-hmm. which as a parent, I know at the bottom of a, at the bottom of a rucksack or something or the bottom of a bedroom or under, under a pile of clothes or dirty laundry isn't the easiest. So they've got to find those things to start with. They've then got to get everything out and prepared and know what they want and maybe a web page loaded up. There's then things like laptops and that might not be charged and all, there's all this type of stuff. Then they might need to go to the toilet or they come out and get a and before you know it, halfway through that period, and they, they haven't even done anything. Yeah. And this might be why parents, when you pop in halfway through and, they, and you say, but you haven't even started, or you've only done a couple of sentences. And then sometimes the, uh, the, 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 the kind of response from your, from your child is quite kind of you know, argumentative. Well, I, I, hadn't, I, I couldn't find my stuff, could I? I didn't have this. And so they weren't ready. And I think, that, I think it is a bit naive to think that when they go upstairs, they are totally ready. We need to think of it almost like a, a bit like a race. Like, are you ready to physically start right now? And so I think that, that, that that's something that we need to think and, and, and bear in mind. And it's it's not, you know, it's not just at the end of the day for a, a young person who might be, 
you know, in some way, I suppose the word is resisting studying. I think it's, it's fair mm-hmm. to say, you know, we, we, we understand that case, but it's also for those that are kind of up for it as well. It, it's that preparation across the board, isn't it? And, and as a parent, you know, making sure that everything is good to go so that that time is used most effectively as it possibly can be for the young person. Correct. And, and I think if we think, if we break that down into parents are thinking about what, what are we talking about? Yeah. So, okay. so what, depending on what the task is, yeah. you might need, and, and, you know, forgive me for sounding basic here, but you might need a pen. There might need to be a pencil. You might need the ruler or a calculator. There might need to be the textbook. There might need to be the right web page open. There might need to, whatever it is. So, and I think that the the, the the way to get into that is well, ask them because you think, well, I, I I don't know what it is. Well, just open your mouth and ask them. You know, like what 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 are you doing? What is it? Oh, it's a math task. Right. What is it? Is it? Do you need a textbook? Yeah, we need. Right. Okay. Let's get. Let's help you get everything out on the desk right now. So. Do you need this? Do you need a calculator? No, no, okay, right. Have we got everything we need? And also, is it within arm's reach? Not, yes, it's in my bedroom, because what we don't want to do is get three or four minutes in and have to get up from our seat, walk across the bedroom and get something, because that naturally uh, breaks our flow, doesn't it, and our rhythm and our focus. We want everything to be within arm's reach. If I need my ruler, it's there. If I need my calculator, it's there. If I need anything else, my bag's here. I should not have to leave that seat at all. So that's that's the first thing. And then the second part of of what you said about that, the the kind of people who might not be as motivated and want to do that, it's dead easy to find an excuse, isn't it? Mm. I needed the toilet. Mm. I needed a drink. You know, Ross, why have you come downstairs? You're supposed to start, I needed a drink. So actually those things, it's kind of, well, how can we do things to actually minimize those areas and chances to get up when you leave that room and they're ready to set up have they got absolutely everything that they need yeah. right in front of them so that if you are going to time it for 25 minutes when you time it you know that they literally pens down and they're starting yeah. rather than spending 10 minutes trying to sort things out so i think that, that that's a really important thing to, to remember and you, you you've, you've kind of touched on this but just just so people listening can get a real clear understanding so how would you say that parents can help to make sure that the the equipment and a snack or whatever it is is ready to go. What is it specifically then that we say that parents can do in this? Okay, I think this is easier when your children are younger. Okay. And it might be a bit more difficult, again, just being realistic here as a parent of an 18-year-old yeah. and a 14-year-old. It's a little bit more difficult when they are further up kind of secondary school into college. But you need to be literally going with them to their study space when they are about to study. Spend two or three minutes asking, what are you doing? What do you need out? And then let's get it out. Yeah. Not ask them what it is and what they need and then go, oh, okay, and then leave the room. <laughs> Wait until it's actually out. So yeah. you're almost doing that monitoring and checking. Yeah. Can I check that you've got it? Because they might say, I need this, and they might not have it. You might need to go downstairs and get them something else or get them a, you know, a fine liner or a ruler or, or, a, or a stapler or whatever it is. So you make sure and you check that everything's there. Once you leave that room, you can be then in, safe in the knowledge that everything's there and they're about to start. There's then no excuse. Mm. There's no excuse if I didn't have this, I didn't have that. Right, it's no, 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 no. I When I left that room, you had, and we we agreed that everything was there ready for you to start immediately. So therefore you are hoping that in that time, then they can really move forward. So that's certainly what everyone can do with. But like I say, it becomes a bit more difficult when your children are a little bit older because they, they feel like you are uh, just kind of, well, I suppose mothering them maybe a bit too much and they, and they sometimes want that independence. But if you've built those habits from earlier on and you, you know, when they've been younger, you can carry those through. Um, I just think it, it, it's good practice, you know, and, and, and they can feel supported. And also a side effect of this 
is that you get to know what they're doing. You yeah. get to have conversations with them. You get to know what type of maths task or what they're doing in English or history. Again, it's great for you to then to understand that rather than I'm going to do my homework, I'll come back down in half an hour. Well, actually, it's nice to know what they're doing as well. And you can have that conversation because you need to ask what they're doing and what they need. So you find that information out anyway. So it's a, it's a win-win situation. And I'm guessing just, just to kind of complete this bit off in terms of for, for someone someone listening in or, or watching this as a, as a parent or carer, um, I'm guessing one of the, the good things potentially to do would be to have, if you like, a pencil case with everything in it that actually is there in the study space, the yeah. study area, kind of sat there permanently, realistically, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that actually the young person is just getting out from that rather than traveling around the room and trying to pick up different bits from different places. So you've got that kind of organized piece, even if it is just as something as simple as having the pens, the pencils, the rulers, yeah. the calculator in one space, and they're just pulling out from there what they need for that particular task. Absolutely. Make it easy. And, yeah. and actually lots of uh, primary schools um, have in the middle of their desks, Good point. they yeah. have those kind of like, like troughs almost, Absolutely. where yeah. they have glue sticks, scissors, yeah. pens, pencil, highlighter, colors. So again, they don't need students to get up and walk around and, and, and be distracted and distract others. They literally, everything's at arm's reach. They grab it. They've got everything they need. And again, if you can create that in the bedroom by even maybe having a different set of equipment that always stays in the bedroom potentially, you know, then we always know where it is. We know where it's there. And, it. and once you open that zip, everything's in there. And yeah. it goes back in there. That's yeah. the other thing, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decluttering yeah. and keeping tidy, it yeah. goes back in there. And that's yeah. also part of the learning process and yeah. being organized, that clearing up your space afterwards. And yeah. sure parents will know that only too but, well. But it's just, it's making it easier for everyone, isn't it? It's having that, it's having that there. It's only the same as if a parent, you know, is a, is a plumber, is a decorator, is is a hairdresser. You have your equipment there ready to go. When he gets the job, you're not looking around everywhere for it each time you, you're trying to do a different part of it. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, okay, uh, as much as I love pens and pencils and rulers, I really do love drinks and snacks, okay? <laughs> so so tell me now, um, why drinking a snack? Is, is it helpful? Is it worthwhile? It's not another just a distraction, is it? No, for no. You, for a young person. No, well, it can be. It depends, yeah. what, it depends what you put on the desk. Okay. But I think that it, it, it's twofold, really. First of all, it stops them using it as an excuse. Like, I needed a drink. Yeah. I needed a snack. I got hungry. I had to get up and get it. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. if we can, again, put those things on. So we've got the laptop. We've got the charger. We've got the book, the pens, all that kind of stuff. But we also say, you're going to be up here for 25 minutes doing this. So there's a, there's, there's a, there's a glass of orange or a glass of water. And here is a, a quick snack. Okay? Now, that snack might be... A biscuit, it could be a, 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 an apple, banana, some grapes, that type of stuff. I'm not talking about a three-course meal, but actually it just allows them to really stay focused. Again, you've given everything that they want at hand. No excuse. I don't need to come down for anything, okay? The second part of it, though, in terms of the, the, the science part of it, is that we know as adults or as human beings that if we're hydrated or properly hydrated, we can concentrate far, far better than when we're not, okay? Yeah. So, again, if you give someone a glass of water... They can keep hydrated throughout it. Um, and also, we also know, and you said you love your food, we also know that when we're hungry, we can't concentrate because we're always thinking about it. It's a bit like toothache. It kind of like gnaws away at you all the time. And it's like, Ross, you're hungry. <laughs> Ross, you need something to eat. And, and if, that's, if that's going on, then again, there's, it's almost like, like that mobile phone kind of distraction. It's just, it's eating away at your concentration. Mm. And we, you know, we, we, we use the term sometimes where we get hangry. You know, we get frustrated and annoyed because we, so let's, let's remove all that glass of, glass of water, a glass of you know, juice, quick snack. Everything's there. Zero excuses. You've made the perfect learning conditions for them. 
um, and they can do it the best they can. You know, and again, th just think about it as an adult. If you were hungry or you wanted, you know, it's not a good environment to be to be working in. So just think about is the human body and how the human body works. And we don't need to be huge kind of professors and scientists to understand that we need to drink water and we need to kind of keep you know keep ourselves from being hungry to be effective. Um, it's fairly straightforward when we break it down. And and following that bit. What you're basically saying is that, as with a lot of these these tips and pieces of advice that you, you're giving to, to parents and carers and people helping young people, um, it, you don't have to be an expert in education to help and support a child with with their study and and their and their practice and preparation. Do you? A hundred percent, Ross. And I think that's sometimes the 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 mistake that parents sometimes make is yeah. that they think that they don't know physics or Shakespeare or or you know or or, or kind of the, you know, the, the history of kind of you know, something that they're studying. Well, we're here to tell people that they don't need to know that. Actually, if they put the right conditions in place and they ask the right questions and they have a flat desk and they time it at the right point and they get the snacks ready and they help them, then actually everything can massively improve. So you don't need to be that, that expert. What you do need to be as an expert, I suppose, on what we're talking about, which is how you can create a great study environment for free at home. And if you, if you can become an expert at that and you can actually link some of those techniques together, you then almost become that kind of, I think I've mentioned it before, like that parent superpower. You can really you know, use some of those techniques and those hacks side by side to become amazing. So for instance, this one, if you've got that, 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 that cluttered, sorry, decluttered flat desk and you've removed the mobile phone from the room and they're not, they don't have any distractions and you tan them for 25 minutes and you put the drink and everything there, wow, suddenly you are making a massive, massive difference without having to know anything about what they're studying about. And likewise, the flip side of that, yeah. you might know a lot about the subject content, yeah. but if all of those environments are all over the place and they're not studying in the right place, they're not studying for the optimum amount of time, they've got lots of distractions, it doesn't really matter what you know about that subject, those students or your, your children are not going to be learning that information because it's not done in the right environment. Mm. So absolutely get the environment right uh, and you don't need to know about the content. But so hopefully that'll be a, a big relief to lots of parents who really want to help. Yeah, and, and I'm just, just to finish off from, from the perspective of what you've, what you've said there, you know, we all know that ultimately to be able to concentrate, you need to be hydrated, you need to have food and fuel, you need to have the equipment around you. And what we're saying in this podcast episode is have all of those in one place at the start before they get down to their, their studying. It makes your life easier in terms of ensuring that they're on it straight away. The young person is using their time really wisely and, and actually doing the studying during that period of time. So... You know, as as with all of these, we're not you know we're not trying to boggle minds. We're trying to give bite sized chunks. That's what we're trying to do. Um, and you know, another cracker. Uh, just and 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 I love how kind of simple these are, but also at the same time things that make perfect perfect sense. And you can see the impact that they, they would have on on a young person. So uh, I think that's it, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, nice and easy. Uh, hopefully, something that people can put in place immediately. You know, today, tomorrow, tonight, whenever it is. Uh, so yeah, you know, get get it done, really. Wonderful, thanks, John. Uh, I'm already looking forward to the next one. So uh, hopefully we'll we'll see we'll see you again, and and hopefully this is this is something that you're already finding really really useful. So that's our our uh, our sixth seventh. I don't know where we are with with with, uh, with our podcasts, um, but we're helping you to help them through and, and from the sidelines. So thanks from myself, Ross, and from John, and we'll see you again soon.